0: Welcome to the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast, a podcast that covers a wide range of topics. So come chill with us on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Here's your host, Mister Anderson. Welcome to episode ninety-two of the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast. I'm your host, Mister Anderson. Thank you for tuning in today on the thirtieth of March, two thousand and twenty-two. Think about that, y'all. Tomorrow is April Fool's. April 1st, April Fool's Day. Can't wait for that show tomorrow. But again, thank you guys for tuning in today here. We're at episode 92. We're moving along. Eight more to go till 100, y'all. Eight more to go till 100. So then, again, appreciate you guys tuning in. All uh, my new subscribers, thank you. The likers, the commenters on all platforms. The YouTube commenters, on TikTok, the Instagrams linkedin all those folks appreciate everybody thank you thank you thank you uh and this is a positive train you know how like the gap band I'm telling my age here you know how the gap band had the party train we on the positive train we on the positive train deep, deep, deep. all right y'all so today we're going to talk about two critical shoes from the early 1980s and from the mid 1980s as you can see in the thumbnail i'm asking the question Which one will you choose, the Nike Air Max 1 or the Nike Air Force 1 low? And ladies and gentlemen, the Nike Air Max 1 and the Nike Air Force 1 low. Again, my era, we didn't call these lows. We called them low tops, high tops, mids, which is actually three quarters, and low tops. Nike Air Max 1, Nike Air Force 1 low top. So we'll talk about that. So before we start anything, you know how I like to do. I like everything categorized. I'll talk about the history of the Nike Air Max 1, the history of the Nike Air Force 1. Then we'll take a deep dive into the specs of each shoe. Then we we'll go ahead and talk about nostalgic comfort. Go ahead and have our closing remarks and then set the conditions for the next episode. All right. With all that being said, let's go ahead and dive into the history of the Nike Air Max 1. The Nike Air the Nike Air Max one. The shoe was designed by Tinker Hatfield in 1985 for release in 1987, March 26th to be exact. Tinker Hatfield stated, I began working on a renegade set of shoes that were not part of the design brief of marketing drive of Nike. Tinker wanted to expose the Nike air bubble and the inspiration came from this building in Paris. Now, when we're talking about exposing not trying to put uh, Nike up under the bus or anything. He was merely talking about exposing the air bubble. Cause if you look at the air bubble from the design, as you can see here, he wanted it visible. Nike didn't want the air bubble visible because all pre Nike, uh, Nike shoes to include the Nike tear, tailwind of the late seventies had an air pocket in the air, air bubble, but it wasn't visible. Tinker said, you know what? We can increase the marketability of the shoe, Right increase the sales of the shoe because it's unique. No one has ever done it before. And let's have the the air bubble visible. Nike initially didn't want that to happen and they wasn't getting ready to sign off on it. But Tinker told them, Hey, we can also have supporting materials to support the air bubble. Cause they were, Nike was was afraid all the the suits at Nike were afraid. Well, the air bubble will get punctured when they're running, when they're jumping, when they're doing day-to-day activities. Tinker said, no, I have a way. Let me show you a way. And I tell you guys in my era, when the Nike, when the Air Maxes or any type of Nike that had the air bubble in it, when the shoe was old, we just took a pin and let all the air out. So we kind of defied it ourselves. So that's the history of the Nike Air Max one. Let's talk about the Air Force one. The shoe was designed by Bruce Kilgore and released in 1982. Nike initially wanted to shelve the Air Force One after its initial release. The Air Force One became a staple for drug dealers, hustlers and youths in the mid 80s. I'm going to take a pause here. I can tell you, I can attest to that. But guys that I grew up in my neighborhood on the west side of Detroit uh, that I knew of that's no longer here or currently incarcerated, those guys was wearing nike air force ones but we call them nike airs reason we call them nike airs because if you look on the tongue you can see it said nike air we used to call these nike airs and hey, you got a pair of nike airs that's what we called them but then the guys in new york they called them uptowns that's another story but i i would tell you all the drug dealers the hustlers and all these guys the street dudes right they all wore Air Force Ones, along with, with Adidas during the era. But Air Force Ones were that shoe. That, it was the shoe. That mostly, mostly the high top ones. I don't remember a lot of low top Air Force Ones back in the day, especially those early 80s, mid 80s. But definitely the high top Air Force Ones. And we used to be a strap. Well, it's a strap at the ankles. We used to, Detroit guys, we would let the ankle the strap hang behind the shoe. So it looks like a loop if you're walking from behind. I have a pair of high top Air Force Ones, but I don't want to bring them in for this episode. So that'd be another episode. Now dive into that. All right, let's get back on track. Another historical fact from the Air Force One, the original Air Force One ad featured prominent NBA players of that era. Michael Cooper, Moses Malone, Calvin Natt, Jamal Wilkes, Bobby Jones and Michael Thompson. Now, a quick historical note on Jamal Wilkes. If you ever saw that movie, Cornbread and Earl, well, Cornbread Earl, he was the one that uh, ended up getting killed in the street. Jamal Wilkes. All right, let's talk about some specifications. If you look at the Nike Air Air Max one, we're going to start with that. Look at the beautiful design of this shoe. Tinker Hatfield did an outstanding job designing not only this shoe, but other Nike shoes, Of that 80s era. Again, we talked about that air bubble in here. The air pocket. Some people call them air pockets. To us, we call them air bubbles, right? You can feel the air bubble. It's still tough even to this day. Look at the sole. Beautiful sole design. Nice mesh material here. Very soft up in here. Almost feels like velvet. See the inside here? Nice blue. This is a nice colorway. Nike Air in the back. Look at that. Phenomenal shoe. Again, this was made for running. As you can see in this ad here, the Nike air max were made for running, but guys like me that grew up in that era, we never wore these for running unless we was like running around. But now we were just wearing these for chilling. And I will tell you the, probably the first pair of air maxes I ever owned. Oh man, probably had to be the nineties and it wasn't this one. I don't remember having this particular air max, um, I was still in my Adidas era during this time, but it's the bottom of it here. But again, a beautiful shoe. Look at the inside here. Look at how, I mean, just look at the design and I'm always, you know, I'm always, I just look at some of these designs and the way these designs to come together. And you can look at the sketch here, the way the shoe, it's all synchronized together. Everything coordinate coordinates together. That is a God given gift to be able to, to put whatever's in your mind onto paper onto sketch and to be able to sketch something out and have it just live out its dream. If you will have the shoe live out your visual dream and just look at that again, another beautiful design. This shoe came in so many colorways back in the day. This one here, this particular model, I bought it in a Nike store in Seoul in Korea. Now a lot of us that have been to Korea, we know they had those fake Nike shops. No, this was purchased From the Nike store in Seoul, Korea. Real deal, legit Nike store. Not one of them shoe stores that's in the Ville. And anybody that's been to Korea, y'all know what I'm talking about, about shoes in the Ville. This is the real deal. Nike Air Max on the tongue. Simplistic design, but it's a complicated design as well. But it's a beautiful, beautiful shoe. The Nike Air Max 1. Originally released March 26th, 1987. That was 13 years old. All right, let's talk about some specs of the air force one. Now, again, I have the high top version upstairs, but I I want to talk about another gym shoe story featuring that shoe at a later date. So that's why I didn't bring it down, but look at the Nike air force one low top. Look at that shoe. All leather. I also bought this one at the Nike store in Korea as well. Look at that. The Nike logo right here, right above the toe box. Look at that toe box again. When you want to ensure that your toe box don't have any creases, put a sock in there. I've always loved the Nike toe box on Air Force Ones, right? But look at that. Again, this is the reason why we called these Nike Airs back in the day, because it says Nike Air. Nike Air on the back, the swoosh, a very hard sole. But again, this shoe was made for basketball. Now, I will tell you, I've tried to play basketball in a pair of Air Force Ones. Not the most comfortable feel, but it's still fun. Now, fun for your feet. Now, if you look at this shoe here, they had an ad back in the day talking about air in the box. If you really press, put any pressure on this sole, you can feel the air inside of it. Hence the word air, Nike Airs. right? Beautiful inside, that's the bottom. And the circular motion for this particular shoe, the original design, the reason these circles went in here to enhance the grip. When you're moving around on the basketball court, because ladies and gentlemen, this was designed originally as a basketball shoe, as I stated in the history portion of the show. But like, like many others in my era, we play basketball in these, but mostly they warm just to rock on the regular. Now I've been through so many air force ones Mm -hmm. in my life. I can't even count how many air force ones I had, but again, a beautiful shoe, the straight blue leather Straight leather. They've had so many colors, so many silhouettes of this Air Force One as well. Phenomenal shoe. Look at the stitching on the side. Again, you can't get no more classic than the Air Force One. Air Force Ones, the typical shoe. We used to call these Nike Airs. The guys in New York, they called them Uptowns. Some people called them A-1s, Air Ones. The Air Force One, Nike Air Force One, originally released in 1982 phenomenal phenomenal all right let's let's talk about the nostalgic feel I would tell you the air Max the nostalgic feel for me I remember a lot of the girls back in the day in Detroit they wore Nike air Max even some of the dudes wore the air Max ones and they didn't wear any socks with them that was the thing to do back in the day that's why I talked about them a lot of previous shows we put foot powder in the shoes because I don't remember people wearing a lot of no-show socks back in the day but we put air powder air powder we put foot powder in the shoes right to keep your feet from sweating and keep your feet from smelling like full court basketball right and they rocked these without short without socks with then if they wore socks it was the real low socks and you wore them with some shorts some nike shorts and that was fresh that was like typical summertime fashion rocking a pair of air max very comfortable shoe and i'll talk about comfort in a minute that's not my nostalgic thing about it Back in the day, just seeing people in the summertime rocking these with no socks on or low socks in the summer, just living it up, living the dream. All the drug dealers and all these guys, non-positive people back in the day, even the positive people back in the day was rocking these. Strictly a summertime shoe, as I remember growing up in Detroit. Now, nostalgic. I've had so many pair of Air Force ones, mostly the high top ones. I've bought so many over the years, right? And I wish I kept a lot of those, uh, silhouettes as well. But again, this is a shoe that reminds me of the, the, the bad dudes, the street dudes in Detroit, they were wearing air force ones, the high topples. And I talked about it, that loop, that hook, that, uh, the strap we used to unloosen, unloosen the strap and they have it hanging from the back and look like a, like a, a circle. If you walk them, you know, from behind but everyone wore air force ones. That was, that was the shoe. That was, you were judged. And if you were from like Detroit, New York, and some of those places, you kind of understand what I'm saying. We judged people whether right or wrong, different or indifferent. We judged people by their shoes, by the condition of the shoe, by the cleanliness of their shoe. That's how we knew people. Hey, you know, such and such yesterday. I saw on the bus, who you talking about? The dude that got the Air Force ones? Yeah. I mean, that's just the way it was. I don't know if people identify with that now because times are just different. Right. And I, I don't want to be the Get off my lawn, guy. But that's how we judge people by shoes. How the shoes look. Did he have creases in the shoes? Are the shoes dirty? Are the shoes beat up? If a cat kept his shoes clean, the girls will love you. The dudes will respect you. And that was just a nostalgic thing of it back in the day. And I'm talking like early 80s, mid-80s, where I wasn't even a daggone uh teenager. I was still like nine, ten years old. But I can vividly remember the street dudes wearing Air Force Ones. Back in the day, originally released 1982, y'all. And just to think, Nike wanted to discontinue this model after it released. And Nike Air Force Ones, again, these shoes. Came out in 1982, named after the Air Air Force One plane, and they've had the Air Force Twos and the Threes, so on and so forth. But again, a classic model, a classic silhouette from Nike. Originally released 1982. All right, so let's talk about comfort. Now, if we're talking about comfort, I mean, this is a no-brainer. We're talking about a running shoe versus a basketball shoe. But again, I don't wear these for running, and I rarely wore these for basketball. Not these particular ones, just ones I've had in the past. But I would tell you, comfort-wise, you cannot get any more comfort than the Air Max 1. The problem with this particular silhouette that I bought in Korea, I wear a size 10, ladies and gentlemen. Why did I buy these in the nine and a half? Just because this was the only size that they had near a size 10. So whenever I rock these, I wear thin Nike socks. Now, you're probably saying, dude, why would you buy a shoe if you wear a certain size? Why would you buy a shoe of a lower size? Now, I will tell you, just for fashion. So sometimes I would curl my toes up, right? You know, you just do it. Again, I'm coming from that culture. We just did things with shoes. It's probably one of the reasons why I have arthritis on my toes. But that's neither here or there. But again, this shoe is a nine and a half. And I wear a 10, but I tell you, man, I still rock it. I rock. It. I don't wear them as much as I used to, but I still rock this shoe, right? Again, comfort level, the Nike Air Max 1, probably one of the most comfortable shoes you can ever wear. Again, this is 1987 technology. I'm sure they they made some, you know, improvements since then. But you're talking about the original shoe came out in 1987 and people still rock that silhouette to this day. Nike, I'm telling you the sustainability of some Mike, some of some Nike uh, silhouettes, unmatched, untouched. Now, the comfort level of the Air Force One, it depends on what you're trying to do. If you're trying to play ball, it's the comfort level's okay. But if you're rocking these on a regular, phenomenal shoe. The only thing about it when you wear a pair of Air Force Ones so much, that toe box will, will actually increase, increases. So, again, the way to diffuse that, put your daggone sock, right? Put it inside here and let it stretch out that toe box. But if you're talking about comfort levels, it's it's unmatched. Nike Air Max 1 will always be more comfortable than the Air Force 1. It's a different style shoe. It's more of a running shoe. It's more of a basketball shoe. However, comma, you can chill in both of these. Nike Air Max 1, Nike Air Force 1 low top. Phenomenal, phenomenal. All right, so let's go ahead and get to our closing remarks. So, I appreciate you guys tuning in. So, today we talked about the Air Max One and the Air Force One. Two phenomenal shoes from my era, early 80s, mid 80s. Loved both of these shoes. And I tell you, when you're talking about fashion, when you talk about shoes that you would just want to chill with or play a sport in or just rock them on a the regular. You can't get no you can't get no better than a pair Air Max ones and a pair of Air Force ones. Phenomenal shoes. I talked about the historical piece. When I look at these shoes, I think about a young Damon, 10 years old in Detroit, rock seeing the drug dealers and all the uninspiring people of the neighborhood. The negative folks of the neighborhood, uh, the street dudes of the neighborhood wearing Air Force ones. When I see Air Max ones, I see I see summertime in detroit summertime 1987 88 people chilling guys and girls walking around with nike short sets nike shirts nike shorts with the nike socks or no socks at all rocking these in the summertime i tell you i look at both of these both of these shoes and that's why i have such a a passion for gym shoes because it's more than just footwear to me all the shoes that i talk about on gym shoe stories on the thursday has some historical value to me personally. Again, if you didn't grow up in that environment, it's kind of hard to understand what I'm talking about for guys and gals that grew up in that environment, especially in my era, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Appreciate you guys tuning in today. That wraps up um, today's gym shoe stories. And I posed the question, which one will you choose the Nike Air Max one or the Nike Air Force one low top to me? It's a no brainer. I choose both of them. Love both of them. Rock both of them. Both of them are still comfortable. One is more comfortable than the other, but it all depends on what you're doing, right? Appreciate you guys tuning in today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Tomorrow's episode, April 1st, it'll be episode 93. We're going to talk about my 28th anniversary of graduating Marine Corps Boot Camp, Paris Island, South Carolina. This young strapping man that you see in front of you. This young strapping man that you hear graduated marine corps boot camp 28 years ago tomorrow and i'm going to tell that story and offer five life lessons that i learned from graduating marine corps boot camp so i'm definitely looking forward to that episode as well but again appreciate you guys tuning in hope you guys have a great thursday be safe be sound looking forward to getting back and, and hanging out with you guys tomorrow on a friday show on the finally it's friday show but this wraps up Jim shoe stories on the thursday appreciate it all praises due, all the best, Godspeed, see you guys tomorrow. Thanks.